0: Hey guys, it's Denver here and welcome to another episode of my podcast. Today I want to talk about tracking your steps. Now tracking your steps is really popular these days. I remember going to a fitness conference I want to say in 2015 I believe and this was a heavy topic on non-exercise activity thermogenesis and the effects around basically when you diet down, you tend to move less and by moving less, you burn fewer calories and you see slower weight loss. So this was a big topic. Um, It was a great topic. It was well presented um, by James Krieger. And, you know, it actually made me really think about tracking my steps, which is something that I started to incorporate back then during a contest prep and um, also with some clients as well. And it really took me away from having structured cardio and more having a focus around just general movement day to day and really considering the effects of being in a diet, in a calorie deficit, energy restriction um, and you know the effects of that in regards to slowing things down. So in my contest prep in 2016, I would not only would I track my steps, I would also try to be more active in general. So I would do things like clean up the house, uh, renovate, uh, do gardening, things like that and just movement that had to be done with a purpose but also was kind of forced upon myself to keep me active so i remember actually cleaning out my garage and also building my own gym which was awesome and took a lot of hours of physical work and in my head i was like well i'm burning a lot of calories by doing this so it's going to obviously um, aid towards the goal of fat loss or weight loss in general And that's pretty cool so tracking your steps is really really popular these days i think that almost everybody does it or preaches it or talks about it and even your everyday general population um healthcare practitioners and you know everyday people are suggesting having a steps goal and trying to be more active i would say years ago it was like try to have 30 minutes of activity per day and now it's kind of like try to have you know a certain amount of steps per day which is totally cool in my opinion so basically when it comes to the whole uh, point of tracking your steps and how it actually has benefits I guess to keep it really simple like non-exercise activity thermogenesis might mean like nothing to you right now you might not understand it but basically uh, there are two factors around physical activity which contribute to our energy expenditure or the amount of calories we burn every day um, to you know, lean towards weight loss if that's our focus or just the amount of energy that we burn day to day that we might replace with more food um, you know, or eating calorie surplus to sustain our you know, level of physical effort. So basically there are two things and one of them is planned exercise so that is weight training cardio sessions, group fitness, playing sports Um, you know training for an event of any physical type like that's all planned training planned activity so we have our exercise which is planned and then we have our non exercise so movement that we don't actually plan but it's just day-to-day movement so that might be walking to your car that might be going shopping that might be you know just standing more cleaning the house like I said before or just like general movement that is required as part of your job that you do day to day. You know, it could also be like like moving your feet while you're sitting down. So just fidgeting basically, just moving around. Any type of movement is non-exercise activity and it also contributes towards burning calories. So by tracking your steps, what we're trying to do is actually make up for the fact that as we control our food intake and as we try to drop body fat and drop body weight we are going to see a down regulation in our non-exercise activity our body is going to try to preserve our body weight for the most part our body composition and you know it's going to stop you from moving as much you're going to be less inclined or or excited about going for walks or just cleaning the house or um, you know doing your job you might sit more than stand you might drive instead of walk you're definitely not going to do too much running or anything like that you're not going to go out of your way to be more active in general when your body is uh deprived of calories um in comparison to what it is accustomed to and therefore you know in a caloric deficit and pushing for weight loss so basically what we have to consider is we've got planned movement and we've got unplanned movement and because our unplanned movement goes down and we're quite aware of this now we can actually increase more planned movement by tracking our steps. So tracking your steps isn't necessarily non-exercise activity, but what I would say is it is an increase in planned movement to make up for the down-regulation in non-exercise activity. So because we're not standing as much, because we're not tapping our feet as much or fidgeting, or you know just going out and dancing or whatever it might be, we are actually making up for that by tracking our steps. In addition to our weight training, or cardio or group fitness or whatever it might be which is our typical planned movement so basically we've got planned movement we've got non-exercise activity or unplanned movement and we're basically just adding to the planned movement to make up for what we're losing from the unplanned movement i hope that makes sense to everybody now basically um, tracking your steps is also an alternative to structured cardio so for me and my clients typically I will set them up with a weight training program and a nutritional plan uh, towards fat loss. We're going to be obviously spending a lot of time in a caloric deficit, focusing on good training programming, progressive overload, periodization, all those good things. Um, and at some point, we're going to maybe have to add in some planned cardio to you know really force the results that we want rather than reducing our food or increasing our weight training. Now an alternative to trucking in the planned cardio is to just go ahead and have a steps goal. So I'll get my clients to start off with a training program and a nutrition plan and from there we'll start to consider where their steps currently are um, by nature and then we'll start to increase that and have a steps goal. Moving forwards from that, that's when we'll start to consider structured cardio, you know, whether it's the Stairmaster or the bike, doing sprints or the rower, whatever it might be, conditioning circuits, that kind of stuff kind of gets thrown in once we've established a steps target day to day. One other thing about steps in comparison to structured cardio is that it's easy, generally easy to recover from. So generally you're going to say that going for a walk or tracking your steps is easier than doing something like a bike or a cross trainer or a conditioning circuit or you know something like a F45 session or class, whatever it might be. So it's a lot easier to recover from so it doesn't take away from our weight training which is generally going to be our main focus and also it can be completed anywhere and at any time so you don't have to do a set period of time like 45 minutes on the stair master every morning or 45 minutes every night or whatever it might be you can literally just say this is my goal for the day i'm going to hit this amount of steps at any time and even if i like late in the day and i've you know kind of really low on my steps I can always make up for it by going out and being more active so it's kind of like your calorie intake day to day we really care about the amount of food coming in on a daily basis we don't really care about you know the frequency of calories coming in throughout the day and some people like to do intermittent fasting some people like to have a similar amount of calories from meal to meal but really by the end of the day your calorie intake is what matters the most and at the end of the day your total steps is what matters the most as well but let's discuss some considerations around tracking your steps. One thing for sure is that tracking your steps is not always accurate. So there are so many different ways to do this. I use an Apple Watch. Sometimes I would use my phone. Um, some people like the Fitbits and the Garmin, stuff like that. There are so many different step tracking tools that we can use. And unfortunately, in general cases, they're not super accurate. And I listened to a podcast um A few years ago now and they kind of went through the different tracking systems and how inaccurate they were but at the same time it is something that we are tracking day to day and it does give us a little bit of motivation to become more active and increase that planned activity Um, so in my opinion i think that although we know that it's not super super accurate it is still something of good measure that we should be doing or can do and should do Um, and we should typically look to use the same device each time that we do it an apple watch is great because it's always on you whereas a phone you're not always carrying your phone with you so tracking your steps with your phone isn't always the best thing i actually had a client today and she cannot wear a watch or phone while she's at work so she's doing a lot of steps day to day that are not accounted for um, because you know six to eight hours or ten hours of her day she's not wearing any tracking device so it's not always accurate in regards to how, much, how many steps you actually did day to day. And it is not always accurate in regards to, you know, you can wear it the whole time and it can tell you a number, but that number might not actually be super accurate. So it's just good to know that. One other thing you might have to consider is that some people will do fast steps and slow steps. So, you know, how you achieve that 10,000 or 15,000 or 12,000, whatever it might be, can actually be different from person to person. So I might achieve 10,000 steps in a day by going for a very fast sprint and run in sprint intervals or something like that and you know achieve it in a shorter period of time but also burn more calories in that period of time as well. Or I might achieve it by just going very slow with my walking throughout the day, not really getting my heart rate up at all. And you know, you could argue I mean, I don't know the science behind it and I haven't done the mathematics behind it or anything else like that, but you could argue that if I hit 10,000 steps today by just walking around at work at a slow pace, um, not really doing too much effort or intensity compared to hitting my steps, um, in a shorter period of time, but actually at a higher intensity, maybe I did some sprinting, maybe I did some long strides. So I actually traveled more distance but the total amount of steps were less you know you could argue that there is going to be a difference there from person to person um, or you know your level of effort now talking about level of effort one other thing that could be considered is if you are carrying more load on your body than your actual body weight and you're doing these 10,000 steps for example it is possible that you could be burning more calories at the same time and using more energy to move so you know there has been a bit of talk about carrying like um one of those weighted vests which you know might be 10 kilos or 20 kilos or whatever and walking around day to day with this weighted vest on you which then adds more load on your body and then you know each step could be a little bit more challenging and actually get more out of it so you know we do have to consider that like the load consideration maybe the level of effort to reach those steps as well um, around you know burning more calories in general and having a better result around weight loss so that's pretty much it when it comes to tracking your steps. Like I don't want to go too crazy about it and talk about it for too long. But basically, an actionable step, I would think, is to start somewhere around 8,000 to 10,000 steps per day and really just try to hit that and build some good habits around that and you know, commit to that maybe over a week or two weeks or 30 days even, like a month. And then from there, just see how things are going. Maybe you can increase it even more. Or maybe you don't need to have a steps goal at all. Maybe you're so busy at work day to day that you're doing 15,000 steps a day already or 20,000 steps per day already. And you know anything more than that would kind of be crazy for you because you are just so busy. And I do have clients like that for sure. So starting around 8,000 steps per day and then going up to you know 10,000 steps is great. What I like to do is build phases. So I'll do 10,000 steps for the longest period of time. And then there'll be a phase where I want to push a bit harder. So I will jump up to 15,000 steps for a shorter period of time and then come back down to 12,000 or 10,000 depending on, you know, my nutritional intake or the phase of my training or whatever it might be. So, for example, if I'm in a very short phase of a calorie deficit, maybe it's only two weeks or three weeks and I'm just really, really trying to just pull off some body weight, some fluid and some fat, um, I might actually increase my steps as well just to really, you know, drive that deficit even more. The reduction of food plus an increase in steps is always going to result in more weight loss. So, you know, I might have short phases where I'm like, you know, well, for three weeks, I'm going to go into a 20 or 30 percent deficit. And I'm going to increase my steps to 12 to 15,000. I'm going to push harder. And then after that, I'm going to back off my steps again and bring my food to wherever I might want it to be. And you know that has some benefits to really maximize the uh, the output or the potential of fat loss in a short period of time. So what I like to do is obviously build those phases. But in general, ten thousand steps is a good goal. And you know you can achieve these steps in so many ways. You can walk around more day to day. Sometimes I'll walk to a coffee shop. Um, I do a lot of online based laptop work, so I will drive to the beach and do some work near the beach at a cafe or whatever, and then. Walk to another one and walk to another one and then have to walk back and that's a really good way to get my steps up but in general I would say doing your steps in a way which isn't a waste of time is probably the best way to go about it so sometimes you know I'll do my steps because I need to cut my lawn or I need to go to the shops and purchase something whatever or I need to go and wash my car I need to just do things I need to be more active um, I need to do things that serve me Um, but at the same time, I'm also getting my steps in too. the worst possible scenario to hit your steps, which I've had to do a few times is to just go on the treadmill and just hit it on the treadmill. Now in saying that I often use that time to actually reply to messages on Instagram or social media in general. So at the same time that is being productive, but you know, if you can find ways to hit your steps target without just sitting or standing on a treadmill the whole time or using a piece of cardio equipment, then you're probably winning because you're probably becoming You're probably being more effective and more efficient in general with tasks that need to happen um, you know around your life around your your house or your family or whatever it might be another thing you also should consider is that if you are tracking your steps if you are doing 10,000 steps per day or 12,000 or 15,000 or even 20,000 steps per day and you're not seeing the results that you want in regards to weight loss and fat loss uh, then maybe you need to start to consider changing your diet Or maybe you need to start to consider changing your other planned exercise, so your weight training and stuff like that. So, you know, it's possible that steps can be high, but you're actually eating a bit more food than you think. Um, Or steps can be very high, and in some cases can actually become fatiguing, and then your weight training sessions are not as good. So, you know, we do have to balance all of these things, but at the end of the day, in my opinion, tracking your steps is a good thing. I do encourage it. Um, you know, I, I encourage tracking your training volume, tracking your steps, tracking your macros, tracking things which really contribute towards the end goal. You know, even at some phases, I would track my sleep to really force myself to have a sleep goal per hour, uh, hours per, per night and wake up every day and write down how many hours I think I slept and just create some good habits. And I will do a podcast on sleep at some point. But for today, that is it. I um, Hopefully, I hope that you learned something and hopefully it was nice and simple for an e- and easy for you to understand and uh, thanks for listening if you have any questions you can always reach out to me um, on social media or via my website or via my email address all of which is at my instagram at denver underscore stain and don't forget to leave a rating or a review if your app allows you to do that and i will speak to you guys soon